Welcome to the Ashenden Anemometer. Special Solstice, Brexicide, Vaccinimus, Saturnalia edition, around about the 19th of December 2020. Are you sitting comfortably? No? Well, it's your own fault for insisting not to have the jab in your upper arm. Anyway, if you feel more at ease laying back, you'll be in an excellent position to view the Great Conjunction, low in the southwest, running up to Exmus. Uh, that's when uh, Kronos, a.k.a. Saturn, and Zeus, a.k.a. Jupiter, get together for a tete-a-tete. It's always a dangerous time. As Zeus, with the help of his brothers, an Apple phone connector, some nuclear submarine deterrents, and a cross between a Harry Potter cape and a Hobbit's ring, really made mincemeat of his old man on a previous encounter. You need to look that up. Try Google. Anyway, if you're also looking for an excuse to celebrate with safe distancing before or after the main event on the 25th of December, or even perhaps the real main event, that's the Christmas of Twelfth Night, uh, maybe a few shouts of Eeyou Saturnali after you lose that round of snap, finish that infamous 2,000-piece jigsaw, or surreptitiously discharge a few whoopee cushions. Yes, that will truly add uh, Brexit flavour to the tail end of this tumultuous year. Uh, do this outside. Uh, I absolutely guarantee no one will come within a mile of you. Um, also, uh, you will have the added pleasure of knowing you are keeping Roman Empire traditions alive as well. Uh, right back to the original Britunclixit. Okay, that was more the continent leaving us. Uh, than we leaving them. But you get the idea of keeping traditions alive. Well, let's try that again. I owe Saturnali! Oh, that's good, isn't it? Uh, now, uh, let's get back to this month's maximum gust, which was back on the 21st of November at 51 miles per hour from the west. More the sort of thing we hardy Ashendonians expect. And as I type, it's creeping up to around 49 miles per hour again. Yeah, yeah. Stop press. It's hit 65.2 miles per hour. Whoa. Both at telltales of being bicycle buffeted about uh, then could be made available, but uh, would mean me reporting my use of very fluent Anglo-Saxon language at that time, and which no one would want one's wife or uh, servants to hear, let alone read. Sorry about that. Digression into my poor use of language. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, rain. Uh, 33.6 millimetres of rain, with about a quarter of that falling between the 3rd and the 4th of December. Wow. Uh, as you may expect in these lockdown dampened times, air pollution has been remarkably low, with the exception of a few giant spikes when I open the log burner door to top up. Uh, sort of reminds one of India. One's been there, uh, got back a year ago, and hasn't forgotten the pollution stench. One does lay it on with a trowel, or rather a smog blanket. Enough, enough. Uh, now, the trusty Fitzroy storm glass has been heralding occluded conditions, as if needed confirming, as I look out on cold, occluded, wet, windy weather outside my French widow. Uh, oops, sorry, forgive the Hoffnungian slip, 
window. Uh, Hector has been keeping a very close eye on my Ashenden anemometerings from the proximity of my right hip and a cosy cushion about a foot further on. Uh, photographic evidence is available if you care to look online. Uh, right, let's sum up this month. Maximum gust was 51 miles per hour, truly now the Wild West at 65.2 miles per hour. Beaufort 8 blasts. Rainfall 31.6 millimetres or 0.0001810 nautical miles. Stormglass overall occluded. Uh, conjuring Cumulus Cato. Remember Cumulus Cato as promised? Oh, that was last month. Oh, you go back and have a look. Sorry, I digress. Uh, air quality good or disastrous when fueling fire? Only momentarily though. Hectorization, conditions static. Uh, that's not sparkling fur, but eminently immobile. Uh, NB, uh, alliteration assessment and punning pause due to unseasonal shortages. Now, for that moment you have all awaited. Yes, it's metrological miscellany. We have reached V. And V is for... Go on, guess. Vacation? Uh, yes, but no. Oh, sorry, I misheard. Vaccination. Uh, but no. Volcanoes! Yes! Well done, the young lady at the back there. Well, actually, volcanic ash. Now, according to the US Geological Survey, all volcanoes in the world, both onshore and submarine, release some 200 million tonnes of CO2 per year. Quite a lot. Now, compare that to cars. 24 billion tonnes. Ouch! My own ouch moment came while looking across from Pompeii at the twin peaks of Vesuvius and realising that they weren't twin peaks at all, but the flanks either side of a no longer existent central peak of what was once Vesuvius but now covers Pompeii, Herculaneum and the surrounding countryside. Again that's a lot, really really a lot of mass and we're not even thinking of lava and those lethal pyroclastic flows. Compare that with the total of other millions of volcanic seismic events since. This is small fry. Uh, for example the eruption of Mount St. Helens, Skagamania? Skagamania County, Washington, in the Pacific Northwest region of the United States, back in 1980. It spewed a mere uh, 540 million tonnes? Say, a cubic mile of material and an awful lot of CO2. And now, please, don't mistake me, anything we can do to reduce the carbon dioxide we put in the atmosphere, we must do. However, we are an historically small planetary bit player compared with Mother Nature, who's been at this a very long time. Though we're definitely not insignificant, and in planetary augmentation terms, we are definitely making up for lost time. 
So, as we cruise down the flight path through the dark, pestilent clouds to the now visible runway lights of Vaccination Central, I hope this bumpy air of undulating learning curves still highlights how well that not insignificant planetary player can do in adversity. Oh, do get out and give that Grankin Junction low in the southwest, straight after sunset of Butchers. Um, that moment when they get very close is a one in 800 year opportunity. Again, I owe Saturnali, I shout, and a happy Brexit to one and all, especially, especially that Cratchit family. <clears throat> That's all from me, Richard Phillips, gazing out from 158 metres above sea level at flocculent storm-glass skies, hoping the new year will prove a real shot in the arm for us all. Bye!